Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hello, Megan. Hi, girl. Welcome back. Hey, it's so great to be back. I'm so happy you're here. We have a live audience with us yes, today. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's our husbands. I don't know <laughs> how I feel about that as the live Either. audience. I think I'm sweating even more, <laughs> right? Well, they're here. To, well, I mean, I shouldn't say they. My husband is here to do some content capturing, so hopefully he can get that right for us. Your husband is here to be our guest coming up, but yes. before we get to that... Um, so for those of you who haven't listened to Megan's episode, go back. She's a licensed physical therapist. She does tons of work on uh, cupping, dry kneeling, all that good stuff. We're actually going to get into some recent treatment that she did for me. But first, what's been your favorite workout? Well, can I have two? You can have as many as you okay, want. So I have two right now. One is running. It's having a kid. But it's cold out. I know, but I love it. It's so much better for me. What? I hate, I hate sweating and being Do hot. Do you? Yes, but I love running and it's kind of cold and then all of a sudden you build up this heat uh-huh. and then you're slowly starting to strip off your clothes yeah, and you're yeah, like, it's just yeah. really, I feel liberating. I was thinking when we recorded, it was really hot, wasn't it? You Dude, were, I was sweating. You were like, probably dying. Uh, I'm sorry. Or in I know. church <laughs> is what I was sweating like. I know. And I wish I could say that it was because I was pregnant, but I wasn't. I was just. No, I, I, I'm. I feel similarly like I don't like to be hot, but I do like the heat. I don't mind sweating. I'm okay with it. No, I can ev- be sweaty. Really? Everyone knows if we're going out to eat and it's above 70 degrees, we cannot sit outside because it is just disgusting to watch me, to sit across <laughs> from me and watch me try to eat and not sweat. My The worst <laughs> thing that happens to me is that like I'll be fine and then my mustache will be sweating. Oh, like yes. my upper lip is sweating. It Why? It Why? That's not keeping me cool. It's not an efficient way to cool me off. No. Can you imagine my life in Florida? No. In summer? <laughs> and that damn swamp. Heat? You live in a swamp. Oh my God. I would have a snorkel mask on. Yeah. And my hair was so big. I looked like a lost sister from the Jacksons. Oh God. <laughs> Seriously. So you're running. Where are you running around? Your neighborhood? My neighborhood. Hyde Park. Hyde Park. Yeah. I like to do some of the hills. Um, I Hyde think Park is like the mecca of runners. Every right. time I'm out there, it's just like people running around. Right. You either have to run, yeah. have a dog, yeah. have a kid in yeah. a stroller. Yeah, totally. Or a combination of all Yeah, three. I don't fit in up there. That's why I'm down <laughs> in OTR. I'm like, I don't have any of those things right now. But I totally get your point about you start out cold. Uh-huh. And I when I'm like even now just trying to get out for a walk whenever uh-huh. I can, it's like very far and few between. Uh-huh. But it's like, oh my God, no, it's going to be too cold. It's going to be too cold. And then you get moving and you're like, okay. Yeah. And is I can do this. I mean, there's a whole bunch of, A, it's so easy. Like just right now, even with a kid, like trying to get the kid ready. Do you get out the the door? You take him in the stroller? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. But like to try to get him ready for the gym, like I have to strap him in to a car seat, take him in and out. What do you do? Did you go somewhere with childcare? What do you do? Yeah, I know. So, like a lot of, so my second favorite thing doesn't have childcare. So that's why. Got running it. is so easy for me because again all I have to do is throw him into this phenomenal jogger thing that yeah. we have and he loves it and he's just like I would love for someone to be pushing me around in a stroll right? while they're jogging and it's like I'm sure it's like he's like on an acid trip because he sees all these things for the first time you know or he's, he's on like trips past past things, know, he's like, what is that thing it's a car honey it's a car <gasps> and look at that that's a leaf yeah that's a leaf <laughs> You know, how far do you run? What's like average? So I'm probably averaging four to six miles. So like I start at my wow. house, like that's right by Carl's Deli. And then yep. I go down, um, uh, do like kind of like around the Hyde Park Square. Yep. And then I go down 
delta up yeah. Linwood, oh. and then I try to make it a little bit farther. Okay, and then pop back. Yeah. So no, that's a solid route. Yeah. Like four to six. That's a lot. I know. To I me. try. I try. I mean, again, is, this is not fast. I'm no Flojo. Yeah. But you like it. You're getting out. You're moving. You're yeah. getting your heart rate up. And you're it outdoors. Feels good. Yeah. You're kind of seeing things and it distracts your mind. Do you listen to music? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. If I don't have my music on, forget about it. I'm not I going. Know, that's how I am, too. Right? I even, could never in a million years go out for a run with nothing playing. No. Or even a walk. It's like a psychopath, right? something the psychopath would do. Even when I run, the only person that I can ever run, that I've ever run with that do, that I don't have anything on is my girlfriend, Morgan. I Even with Bob, my husband, I have to have one plug in. <laughs> He's like, why do you do it for Morgan? I'm like, she's my sister, what? Right, yeah, <laughs> we can talk, we can talk. So what's the second favorite? Second favorite is, which you've been to, is Systems of Strength. <gasps> SOS. Oh, yeah. Are you signed up for the free stuff? So yes. this episode is going to air the weekend they have their free classes. Oh, it's yeah, coming that's Friday. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I actually got Bob signed up too. Um, <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to see yes. what he thinks. Um, so I'm I'm doing Thursday, Friday. We are doing the eggnog jog on Saturday. The eggnog jog. Oh, I don't yeah. know about that. <laughs> and then Sunday, um, we're both signed up and we're going to take a class together. That's awesome. Yeah. What are you doing on Thursday? Thursday, I think I'm doing the 6... 6.30? No, yes, I'm doing the 6.30 on Me Thursday. Too. Friday, because I'm going out to dinner on Thursday. I did a little later at the 9.30. Yeah, that's good. I'm signed up for... Thursday at 630. And mm-hmm. this will, we're going to get into, this will kind of be one of my first workouts. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to take it easy. Which one is it? It's the control lifting. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I don't, and I'm signed up for in the mix on Saturday morning, uh-huh. but I know that's kind of a mixture of strength and cardio. Uh-huh. And the thought to me right now of like jumping movements, uh-huh. it like doesn't sound good. So I don't know if I'm going to keep that one. Uh-huh. They have uh, that. Um, they well, have like an ebb and like a, a yoga, and they have a recovery one with Doctor Eric Nobby, mm-hmm. which I might just switch those out. Okay, perfect. But I want like my. I would love to go to every single fucking one they have open mm-hmm. right now on the free I weekend. I know, and it's, it's going to take everything in me to be like, don't do it. Don't if you, if you do if you do two a day, then I would definitely think about the like. There's the no way I could do two ebb and flow, yeah, and then yeah, do like, yeah, like more a, of a like a high impact, yeah. cardio mix, right? Whatever for the but, for the listeners out there. I think yeah. most of the classes are full and like some like are waitlisted. Now. Yeah, uh huh. It's, no, it's, it's exciting. Great. I'm super excited yeah. to see the space and yeah. I love the team. So I, I was like, I don't know all the team in Cincinnati, but I love, and I'm sure I'm gonna love yeah. them all. But yeah. I love their whole. Their method, their system, yep. their um, methodology and ethics behind why they do what they do. Yeah. It's, and I mean, their marketing is amazing. I know. They're great. Right? Geniuses. Geniuses. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and plus, I get a good sweat on. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about that right? hot room. I just wish they had child care. Ooh. That's, SOS. Yes. Listen up. Child care. Child care. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like the wave of the future yeah. coming through. Oh, my God. People need to... like. The demographic of people that are coming up that still like want to be doing fitness classes, fitness classes are now having kids. Yeah. And so what are they going to do with their kids? No, it's so true. Our gym, the gym that we joined does have it and it's amazing. And, you know, for a while there, I just got burnt out of going to the gym because I'm constantly coming up with plans for other people. I just want to be told what to do. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So I can shut out like all the thoughts and just 
complete yeah, a sweat session. Exactly. You no thought involved. Right. That's why that's why I like group fitness. There's right? one I can't make another decision. I'm right? like at f- decision fatigue. Right. Tell me what to do. Exactly. I, would, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. And the other place that has childcare, which I really, really like a lot, is Define. Have you been there? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I really like Define. I've done the Rev class. Yeah, I've yeah. done the Bounce class. Yeah. I think just those two. Yeah. But yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're really great. And again, they're childcare and everything is affordable because you're already paying on top of mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. to do childcare. So I mean, yeah. anyway, right. that's just my... No, that's. I think that's good for people to hear. Mm-hmm. Childcare, man. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. So those are my two things. Running and SOS. I love that. Okay, so my favorite workout happened somewhat in the past since now I am on this kick I've alluded to in past episodes and I can like really get into it now Mm -hmm. since you helped me down this road of mine this road of recovery um so before I had the realization which I'll talk about soon about needing to take a break I went to a striking class at Lions Pride Wellness Center so I was with Coach Rob that was like mixed martial arts and striking Mm -hmm. so I have a boxing background I boxed for like Two years, pretty consistently trained to fight in an amateur fight. The girl backed out. Um, so hey, I, girl. So hey. I, so I know, I know how to, <laughs> I know how to box though. Like I have no experience with MMA and kicking, grappling, like stuff like that. Like that, I, I don't, I don't know how to do. So this was striking and MMA. So I get there and like these people don't fuck around. They are serious. They have been doing <laughs> this kind of practice workout whatever for a long time like one girl is there to train for an amateur mma fight like they know what they're doing super welcoming so nice and i was like the novice right like i was the worst one and and not like a best worst comparison but like the least experienced the worst one ever so immediately i'm put into this like very uncomfortable situation not they are wonderful so awesome they're wonderful i have so much more respect for you right now (laughs) i mean i just pull hair (laughs) no no no. they're they're wonderful they were wonderful and and Uh welcoming but my own kind of like internal chatter ego was like you're not good at this you don't know what you're doing they're everyone's better than you like it was really uncomfortable and the the kind of challenging that was so refreshing that it wasn't, I'm pushing my body till I'm failing. Mm-hmm. It was like, I have to use my mind to think about this brand new movement that I've never done, like learning how to throw an arm bar. Mm-hmm. Like the first time that you do that, you feel like you're just like flop. Like they make it look so <laughs> seamless and easy. I get there and I'm like, oh my God, like flopping about, like just land in like a puddle <laughs> <laughs> next to the dummy. Um, but like you get better. I mean, they uh-huh. had me practicing for a really long time. By the end, I'm not saying I could use it on a real person, but I at least got the basic movements on like the dummy down. But it looked like That's so cool. we had like stations, one minute stations. You would rotate stuff with footwork, some self-defense stuff, um, hand pad combinations. And that's where I can do pretty well because that's mm-hmm. where my background is. Mm-hmm. And the muscle memory is there, but you're just rusty. Oh, Everything yeah. feels like a little clunky. You got to like get warmed up. Uh-huh. But I don't know. It felt like I was in the right place because I'm, you know, I'm used to showing up in pretty much now any group fitness situation and I can do well. Mm-hmm. I can yeah, you kill be it. at the top of the pack, whatever. Right, not right. that it matters. But you, even Kinda if it's, n- even if it, right. Even if it's hard, like it's <gasps> physically challenging uh-huh. for sure. It's still like a movement you've done, movement you're familiar right. with. Like you feel, okay, this was like. Totally uh, out of your comfort Totally out of my comfort zone. Uh-huh. So I want to challenge all of my super fit friends who can 
knock out 50 burpees, hold a five minute plank, you know, kill a circuit workout, come to this workout. I will totally do it. And he's going to do like a special what the fit class, give us a discount to come in. Oh, really? I think we just got to get a group of people because it can totally be like I went by myself and, you know. It's better in numbers. It's better in numbers. (laughs) I was glad I did it because it really, like I said, put me in this place of examination mm-hmm. of like you don't always have to be the best or mm-hmm. like you can come from this student mentality place mm-hmm. um but i think for other it would just it would just be fun like oh everyone's yeah for in there sure because i'm just like trying to th- trying to throw a kick i'm like <laughs> and I, they were oh and to top it all off he was filming everything oh, which yeah. was which was great because <laughs> i had content he sent it to me but i'm like looking at something i'm like that's <laughs> what i look like you look like you're like <laughs> I, I don't know what you look like but i just took this like um cardio kickboxing which this guy was a boxer but yeah. we're like doing everything and right. i just kept chuckling at myself because i was realized how uncoordinated i am like i think i'm a dancer and i think i can get it down but try to like kickbox oh yeah Girl, no, for sure. I, I look I, like I was having a seizure. I, in my <laughs> mind, can remember like going through the combination and being like, "Oh yeah, that fa- that was looking good." I look back, I'm like, "You look like you're a clumsy buffoon with like, <laughs> gloves on." I'm like, "Push your shoulders!" Oh my god, it was, it was awful. No, it was great. I kept grasping my like hamstrings, thinking I was pulling a quad. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It was fun so though. So it's great. Yeah, no, I would got, totally do people it. People got to come. People got. I'll let you know. Please. I'm do. like, well, I told David of Lions Pride Wellness Center. He's the one that runs it. I was like, we got to do after the holidays. I'm. Yeah. I cannot take on. No, one it's too crazy right now thing. to get too many more people to get right. Organized I think everyone's kind of in the same thing. But yeah. anyways, okay. What do you want to talk about? What's um, your thing? What's my thing? Yeah. Um, wellness, whatever. What's what was my thing? I, I'm like trying to, oh God, now I'm drawing a blank. What did I send you? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to, I'll talk about mine. You can think about yours. Okay. Yeah. You took. Because oh, this is going to play right into, I think that workout that I, you got it? Oh, I remember my <laughs> no, two things. Do it. So do it, do my it. two things that I thought were interesting that I wanted to talk to okay, you about was here. getting high and then working out. Remember oh, I sent you that right. thing? You did send that to me. Yes. I, I totally forgot article. about it. Yes. Yeah, it's like a new thing out West. <laughs> So what's the what's the thing? You so get like they, high and work well out. They like hire. It's like this whole thing where they they have a shaman that comes in, and you're like a shaman for smoking weed. Well, uh, yeah, I that guess it's a whole the whole intense. mental part too. Okay. Like uh, they're trying to like maybe you do some okay. chanting, and this is like, what I have to quit my job for, right? So you're doing this chanting and this like. Mm, okay. thingy yeah, and s- they're song, talking sound. about stuff and okay. you're smoking and then they're trying to get you in tune with your physical being with okay. your mental well-being okay. and then you do exercise okay does they say what kind i think it can be whatever you want okay. but I, it's like it's supposed to be like bring your your mind more in tune with your oh, your body for sure so i've never ever i've i've like run drunk from happy <laughs> that is, hour that is not that is not the same <laughs> that is not the same so doing no- smoking weed and doing yoga or stretching is incredible oh see maybe that's what they're it's the best because okay. you can truly like really just like think about your you're just able to kind of get a little bit more focus see i found and and it's probably and i'm sure there's a lot of that going on yeah and then maybe you do some like i don't want to say cardio but like maybe some lifting maybe yeah some, like, I, I think i could for sure i i know a lot of people smoke weed before they lift uh-huh. to help with that mind body connection mm-hmm. i don't because i don't really have a reason mm-hmm. why i just feel like it works better with 
yoga because it's like slower mm-hmm. and it's already got that yeah component. but i think but i could see it working for lip if you if you were coming in to do like a strip but i've heard plenty of people too megan that get high and do cardio too See? like i think it just depends on like you as a person what feels yeah. good so i think as it's as it's becoming more legalized yeah in each state yeah. i think that's now becoming like the next it wave in fitness that's amazing so i, I, I read about that and i saw it and i was start like <gasps> now start getting my business plan together of how right? i'm gonna be a shaman a weed shaman a weed leading shaman. people through their work. Right? Me too. I was like, I could do this. I could lead you through your journey in yoga namaste you. For sure. <laughs> right? That's it. This is it. This is my business plan. Right? I need to put it out into the universe. Right? I, I know. I have so many plans once lead is we- weed is legal in Ohio. Right? So many. Well, Just watch we- out. Yeah. Watch out. I'm going to have a podcast lined up ready to go. Hi with be. Chrissy. I know. I got to think of the name. <laughs> I think we might be able to do a little bit better than high with Chrissy, but that's that's a great first start. I guess I'm, I'm not I'm, the creative. I'm component. glad you threw it out there. If anyone listening has any ideas for the podcast that I will have when we just legal in Ohio about, um, and I, I think it's going to be like I'll talk to just pe- it's kind of like I'm talking to people in the fitness industry. I'll, be like, I'll yeah. talk to people in the marijuana industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll obviously be smoking as we're talking and. I think it's awesome. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great concept for sure. If anyone listening tries to fucking do this before I do, I will come don't even think after about you. She scraps, yeah. but don't forget right. she's in the right. striking zone. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Did you have anything else? Oh, that, and then the yeah, second the one? one was I wanted to ask you what you thought about good, better, and different. How we now have social influencers that are mm-hmm. in the wellness and fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Do you A, like it? And they some have a ton of background, some don't. Right. So what do you think of like, you know, like the Bravo Housewives giving you fitness advice? No. Or how about, like that kind of stuff. Like No, no, they no. Can, no. <laughs> well, okay. No. They probably can hire people that are really well-versed and know a lot to help them with their fitness. And so maybe then they're just passing on the knowledge that they have from a trained professional. Mm -hmm. But they don't really know the mechanism of why or whatever. They're just regurgitating. But also if I were them, I would be doing the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Any way I could make a cash cow out of myself, I would. Right. Well, and people look, people idolize them and look up to them. So they're like, yeah, look at my booty band workout. (laughs) Yes. And people are going to fucking do it. Yes. So I don't fault them. See? No, no, no. I mean, make your dollar. But I think that anyone that's like, and, you know, I guess I don't want to talk too much shit. Maybe people, that's the that's what gets them on the path towards fitness. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, Nini opens up their eyes to working out <laughs> and then they go down a different path and they're like, okay, maybe she, because when I first started out mm-hmm. on being interested in fitness. I mean, my stuff was coming from like fucking shape and Cosmo, like right. the ab circuit. They're right. like, I mean, I guess they have probably professional trainers programming that stuff. But you know uh, what I mean? Like it wasn't like very comprehensive, but right. at least got me interested and then I could do my own stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't want to knock it. No. And it, what's it, again, what it's, it's such a, um, I feel like it's such a love hate relationship because I love it because there's so much, thi- so many things that are going on outside of, our little sphere that we know nothing about mm-hmm. and these individuals who have access to it right. that we may never be able to a afford or know what to do yeah. or know that it's coming sees it and then we're like oh 
well, what is pilometrics and how can we incorporate that <laughs> right. into what I, my right. workout and how can, I, and it makes it accessible for individuals who can't pay $9,000 yeah. for like, yeah. a trainer. Full life or, service, wellness yes. service. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So. I think it all comes down to people have to be discerning yes. readers. Yes. Yes. That take what it is, then go do your own research, look yes. into a little bit more. Don't just do something because mm-hmm. someone on the internet's telling you to do it. Right. And I think that's Unless the big me, thing. Yeah. You can listen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the big yeah. thing. I feel like you have to realize what people's motives are and right. if they're like hawking wares, quote unquote, or if it's really just because they love the product yeah. or the exercise right. or the business yeah. or whatever. And that can be hard to kind of cut through the bullshit. Yeah. The yeah. big thing is to see whether or not they're sponsoring it mm. <laughs> or sponsored by if it. If they have a discount code, <laughs> yes, chances are. Be but then it's but then it's like for me personally, like I'm only going to work with people that like I really love the product. Yeah, but you're, you're authentic. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know, not, I guess not everyone is like that. Yeah, not everyone's <laughs> yeah. like that. <laughs> but then there could be people out there that are. Oh, uh, it's yeah. hard. But again, but I, like it's you hard. said, I think the big thing is to do your research. You know, mm. I think people will who follow you and who are interested in a lot of the things or maybe turned on by different things that you yeah. may be promoting, they have they already know because about you because they've been following you and they see right. you practice what you preach. Right, you right, right, right. actually really do do these things and you say hell no to things that yes. aren't yeah. part of your ethos. Right, definitely. That's a word definitely, definitely. Okay, so I got to mm-hmm. fill everyone in on what's been going on because yeah. I, I, again, have alluded to it in past episodes. So a couple weeks ago, as you know, mm-hmm. my savior angel oh, from heaven so above. <laughs> so you call me anytime. <laughs> this was, oh gosh, I don't know, probably a couple weeks ago now. I had a 12-hour workday mm-hmm. and I'm sitting on a wooden chair with a little like like a, a throw pillow as a cushion Ugh. it's terrible and my my upper back my traps had kind of been bothering me all week i'd had a lower back problem the week before which was thanksgiving so this was probably like the first week of december mm-hmm. and the lower back thing went away I was dealing with the like upper it was just tight you know yeah. i was like uh it's, i know it's because i'm working so much so i wrapped up work at about 10 o'clock at night and I was like I need my body felt wrecked Mm -hmm. like just from sitting all like I just felt terrorized Mm -hmm. I'm like I have to stretch I have to do this before I go to bed and I was like I have to get it in for the December yoga challenge spoiler alert this December yoga challenge is no longer (laughs) happening for me so if anyone's (laughs) been wondering it's not happening um if anyone is still going with the December yoga challenge good for you continue on um so I was doing very light stretching mm-hmm. and about 10 minutes in, I remember what I was doing, rolling my neck gently, going down to a forward fold and my upper right trap basically is like where I felt it first, just completely seized up. I like fell to the ground. I'd never experienced what we then came to know as a muscle spasm, but I'd never experienced that before. So I'm like, my neck is broken. I've, I've, I've misaligned my vertebrae, like, because I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ryan, what do I do? Like, he was freaking out. Like, I was just like laying there. I didn't, I, I couldn't do anything. So, like, gulp some CBD. We get this, the stem machine out. We're trying to do, because he couldn't, I couldn't even have him touch it. Like, it was just, it was massive. Yeah. It was just like tender to the touch. In my mind, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just go to sleep and it'll, it'll you know, I'll sleep it off. Mm hmm. 
False. So also in true <laughs> Chrissy form, I had signed up for a 6 a.m. yoga class the next day. So my alarm goes off at 6 a.m. And I've been up all night, every yeah. hour. Couldn't move, couldn't get comfortable, couldn't sleep. Alarm goes off for yoga. I am like, no, I'm not doing that. Text you at mm-hmm. 6 a.m. I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is 911 emergency. I can't move. Don't like, worry, I've been need- up for hours. <laughs> I got a newborn. <laughs> I'm like, I need, I think, you know, I explained to you, you reply back, you're like, it sounds like a really bad muscle spasm. Like, come in this afternoon. So I, and, and throughout the day, it got a little tiny, but I couldn't mm-hmm. even like hinge a couple inches forward. And it was like excruciating. No, you were moving like a robot. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't move. So I get in to see you. You do like a fantastic job, like assessing. Thanks. We do movement. You're asking me questions. Um, and then you like pulled, I think we like pulled out the full gambit there. Yeah. We did cupping, dry needling, manual release, the gun. Like We did everything. We did, we did electrodes. Yes, we, did. we did. I did dragging the cups, which is painful. And it's, I was like, I'm sorry. Bear down, girl. Yeah. Grab, grab the yes. table. But it helped. So, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to like, continue on mm-hmm. with my day if I wouldn't have had that relief. Oh, God. Um, but you said something so so yeah and I, it towards the end of the the session i was like well you know can i work out and you're like um well i'm like megan tell me no and you're like no you can't so i'm like okay like i need you to i need you to tell me that i can't do this i know <laughs> it's so hard for me cuz i know people want i want to keep people moving i never want to discourage anyone from moving but there's individuals there's a subset of individuals who move I don't want to say too much, but like just constantly tax their body all the time and don't do activities that actually help to elongate, restore. Or when I'm sitting in a crunched position Uh, for 12 hours a day, like what do I expect? That's where I was the most frustrated with myself because I knew I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. I was working nonstop, eating fucking crackers from Trader Joe's as meals, (laughs) like (laughs) getting intense workouts in in a time that was like, your body doesn't need to be further stressed. Yeah, I I think the hard part is, is that the way our society is, you go from one extreme to the next. So you sit for eight hours at a desk while you're typing or you're over your phone and you're just in this static, non-moving position for such long periods of time. So everything is just getting short. And then you go and do these really demanding type activities and you're asking your body without a warm up, you know, really to just go and do like all this crazy stuff and then go back to sitting. Right. I know. I was mm-hmm. I was so mad at myself. I was like, you know, I know, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And so it was a good, I mean, somewhat of a wake up call to yeah. be like, you you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I and talked about this before, like work isn't going anywhere. That's got to be my focus. So what mm-hmm. can I do to, you know, take care of myself outside of that space that's mm-hmm. going to set me up for success and just like my own mental, like I was just, I mean, burning the wick at both ends yeah yeah and again I still am, like you were but... saying like what the fit it's also what the wellness <laughs> yes <laughs> like, totally no i know whole... i was not i was not at all practicing what i preach mm-hmm. I know, at all how often i mean it's so hard often. yeah it's so yeah hard. and so now like i haven't really done uh, much any much working out at all i've just mm-hmm. been trying to take it easy my back you know my back is feeling better mm-hmm. um it still feels like it's like a little tight and can get some kinks worked out but i highly encourage you to still like do maybe Pilates or right, yeah. or yoga or s- again things that or e- swimming 
I would love to do swimming. Dude, I hate chlorine, but I mean, no, I was a swimmer. Oh, you were? Yeah. Jesus, no, I love swimming, but I don't have. I don't know anywhere. To, I don't have a membership anywhere to swim. Girl, you gotta get busy at the CSC. I know. I know. We'll plug there. Now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh god, wait, does my neck feel <laughs> tight again? <laughs> No, it's good. It's While good. you're doing Bob, I'll go yeah, over there right. and just start <laughs> yeah. doing some ART on you. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. But yeah, so that's kind of where I am right now. Is I'm I'm tr- I'm taking it easy. Good. I, I and I, I'm I've done some some Pilates, some light yoga. Good. But I, but really, like where I am with um, work, it's like I I don't even have the time to take like an hour and a half. And the po- like, we're at the holiday time. I'm trying to squeeze as many recordings in as I can but you know just trying to get things situated so there's just a lot and extra stuff going on so I'm yeah. like just like just if you don't get a workout in you don't get a workout in right well it's and I fucking think hard right but. just breathe maybe that's your exercise breathe for five minutes and really focus I did on an eight minute meditation before nice. I came here see yeah sometimes we just also have to redefine what is actually getting exercise right 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 I mean I was at that I don't know if you've ever been here like the feeling where you feel like you have so much to do. I'm like, I could just burst into tears. Yeah. So oh, I was yeah. like, I need to breathe for eight oh, yeah. minutes. <laughs> I feel like that was how I was feeling in October. We were um, we were doing the Haunted Hustle. Oh, yeah. The 4G Haunted right. Hustle. So we were doing all the marketing for that. Yep. I was sit on the board for the charity. And then working, Roman, yeah. Yeah. Uh, family stuff. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, that's then, exactly how I feel. Right? Yeah. So I, f- I feel you. I know. That I SantaCon know. picture is you of Roman. <laughs> that's it. I was, that's it. That's it. Speaking of Santa, yeah. Megan, yes. what is on your Christmas list? Oh, I'm so glad you like <laughs> prepped me because I want either unlimited mm-hmm. or just even one okay. a vampire facial. <laughs> <laughs> unlimited vampire facials <laughs> or just like anything that is just like super sexy skin yes. work uh, i mean so for those who don't know what is a vampire facial uh, it is basically tons of little needles going yep. making these little pokes in your yes. skin and then taking your own plasma your and putting own it plasma back your into own your blood skin. back into your uh, skin i know it's great yeah. i haven't had it done i just got microneedling done like yesterday we're mm-hmm. talking about this um but they didn't put my blood back in me so i got like I mean, the i got the poor man's version i guess <laughs> <laughs> they can still they have, have college yeah, masks right. that you can right. do and put there's all no, other for stuff sure, they, for sure. they jam in that's your a face. really good thing to ask for right i just want derm stuff like yeah. just get my skin right so i look yeah. like a, i look like a baby yes totally <laughs> totally i'm there with you i want a 40 hour work week but that's not gonna happen so this was kind of difficult. I usually feel like there's like some like, I don't know, exciting thing that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. But I really would just love like some Home Depot gift cards. Huh? And like <laughs> I- Ikea gift cards. We- so we just redid our guest room. We're turning it uh, into like a combination guest room office. Oh, cool. So I need like all new furniture and blinds. And oh, awesome. Just, like I just want some like money that's not my own yes to use for that right well yeah. you know we redid our house and you never realize how expensive oh shit is until you like go to the tile store and you're like i love that tile i'll have it and you're like eight thousand dollars <laughs> no i know i know i know for two that's, panels yeah exactly. <laughs> that's 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 why i would like santa to bring me right mm-hmm. i'll try to yeah. figure out some wallpaper for you that doesn't cost an arm Ooh. and a leg I'm so into wallpaper. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Well, we have someone very important Mm -hmm. to get to soon. 
Yes, we do. He's been chomping at the bit. (laughs) (laughs) My guest today is one of the four guys behind the Cincinnati bar and restaurant empire we all know and love. I'm talking Mount Adams Pavilion, Keystone, Igby's, Righteous Room, and where you can find me on any given summer night, Rosedale, and those are just a few of the hot spots they have around the city. He knows his stuff when it comes to drinking and creating a space for people to have fun, but he's also a former rugby player, chiropractor, and extreme athlete. Please welcome Bob Deck of 4EG. Yay. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Bob. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Of course, and we have his wife megan who stuck around to hang out she's like what do you mean to do i'm like well you're gonna talk with us because this is the first time we've had a husband wife combo on the podcast and i need you to like really pry for all the stuff that i might only be scratching the surface and then you're like no he needs to you need to tell more of this because you know sometimes it's hard to talk about yourself oh yeah no i'm like I brag about him all the time because he never does. Yeah. He never does. Right. Well, no, it's hard. I get it. Yeah. It can also be hard. I found, though, that men are better at this. Like when I do the intro, obviously, I'm saying nice things. There's great things to be said about people that come on this podcast. And women afterwards are like, oh, like, oh my God, like it's so uncomfortable for me. To-. I mean, that's how I was when uh-huh. I sat in that seat and they told me nice things about myself. I was like, I'm dying. But when I've had male guests, they're like, Hey, thanks. Good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. yeah, right. I'm pretty fucking cool, aren't I? Because I did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like noticed the the difference in gender there. But anyways, yeah, we gotta work on that. So we have a lot to talk about. Chiropractor turned mm-hmm. bar. Tr- what What do you call yourself? What's like your title? Well, I'm managing partner. Yeah. So that's okay. what the four of us call each other. But okay. um, you know, entrepreneur. Uh, you know, bar restaurant. Um, restaurateur yeah restaurateur <laughs> that sounds like the, the fancy way i never really it. use that much yeah, so yeah, yeah. i just say you know i own a bunch of bars what <laughs> what's your what's your day-to-day job look like like if you're talking to like if i was interviewing for you for a job mm-hmm. well so you know there is four of us and i am a uh one that handles a lot of the operations so i'm an operator guy um that's what i love mm-hmm. so as we've grown, um, my day to day is basically just managing all the managers out in the operations, uh, you know, continuing to make sure things are running properly, Got marketing it. properly, uh, fixer of all the problems, <laughs> handling all the phone calls of, of bigger stuff that, um, you know, just needs to climb the ladder and, yeah. you know, get an answer for. Yeah. So. Okay. I know it's so interesting to hear because operations is obviously a pretty broad term. Mm-hmm. And when I think of like operations in my business, it looks totally different than the operations other. But it's basically just like we're making sure everything's working the way that it should. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, my day to day now is a lot during the daytime where at one time I was in, you know, late hours, closing three, four or five in the morning. Now Now I'm a little more, uh, you know, daytime hours, but I still take the phone calls late. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you had any like really crazy ones? Like it's 1 a.m. There's a crazy this happening at Rosedale. <laughs> yes. There's this girl. She won't fucking stop ordering tequila shots. <laughs> at the bar. It's her fifth day in a row that she's here. Her name's yeah. Chris. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
I get some good with some bad. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, sometimes managers are excited because it's been a really big night and they'll shoot me a text. Oh yeah, uh, which is great to see. Right. And then sometimes, you know, there are you know, alarm calls after everyone's even gone and I'll get the phone call that, you know, there's been a break in or maybe even they think there's a break in. So I'm waking up, I'm looking at the camera, like is something going on and yeah, you know, so yeah. Oh no, that's serious. He's got a few (laughs) funny ones, but I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Share one funny one. (laughs) Which ones are you thinking? Yeah. Megan, which one are you thinking? Hold on. Let me consult. (laughs) They're whispering. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That is a really good one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Wait, tell, <laughs> tell, tell. See, you can be so happy. I was here for this. <laughs> so one night uh, at Righteous Room. Uh-huh. Um, Which, great. They, Actually, all your bars have great happy hour. Mm-hmm. Is, righteous, it, is it always the same happy hour at all the bars? It's not always oh, okay. the same, but Righteous Room was one when we first opened up downtown. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to, you know, I talked to a bunch of people that work downtown, and they were always like, we would love to leave work and have somewhere that was just really reasonable, have yep. a couple drinks. So I just opened up Righteous Room with a killer happy hour. Which and is? And we just did half price happy hour half across the board. Everything. Price, everything. There's, there's everything. nothing that's not half it's price. It's so great. Well, and guess what? The, it's not like from like three to five. What time is your happy hour? It's four to eight. And we four run to at 7 p.m. I know. If you're still happy, you're four happy hours. <laughs> That's four hours of happiness. If you are happy houring at 8 p.m. still, dude, yeah. you need to be sent home in an yeah. Uber. No, I know. <laughs> and we do have that at Rosedale, too. <laughs> yep. No, I know. Is, I know. Just... As you mentioned, one of your one of your favorite <laughs> one spots. One of my yeah. favorites. Rosedale, we, too, we, do a, we do a Friday early open at 3 just to kind of slide more. You oh, can have that business that's... meeting at 3 o'clock yep. if you yep. want. No, that's, I mean, seriously my go-to. When mm-hmm. when I get the DMs of people that are like, will you be my friend? I'm like, fuck yeah. We're going to happy hour at Rosedale. <laughs> Half price, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Well, you're gonna come, or you're not gonna be my friend, and that's that." <laughs> if you don't like happy hour yeah. at three, yeah. we can't be yeah. friends. <laughs> totally, totally. Tell, tell side. Um, so tell so the story, yeah. yeah, that's a good story. So in the middle of the night, I get you know the phone call. Every time I see it's a one eight hundred number, I'm like, "This is gonna be an alarm call." So I hop up oh. real quick because I know I'm gonna have to look at the camera as I'm trying to wake up. I answer, and they're like, "There's a motion going off in Righteous Room." So I'm like, "Okay, I gotta you know see Righteous Room." Grab my phone. I look. So you have it all into your phone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. And technology. You know, it's like four thirty in the morning. So oh. staff's been gone now for probably about an hour. Yeah. What I think gone yeah. an hour, and I just see this girl wandering <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> Oh my god! And she's pulling on the door, and she can't get out. So now she's, she's like locked in. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, long story short is this is my worst nightmare. She passed out in the bathroom. The staff all closed up, and it was some male staff at the end. So, so nobody went into the women's room, and basically they locked everything up, and they left. And then she woke up and came upstairs Freaking and realized out. she was locked in righteous room in the middle of the night. Yeah, so she set off all the motion detectors. Oh, and so you just see her like pushing. That on the is, door like i just want to know in her mind what what is going through her mind she's like am i in here forever like do, mm-hmm. how do i get out yeah. well and i it, was terrified i mean to be honest it's, i can look back now and laugh at it sure but as a it's business funny owner? now but like as a business owner and just like well who left this girl like her friends i mean what you know yeah um, and then but, do you have to go and get her out so yeah, yeah. like don't panic i'm here i'm yeah. here I'm right yes. okay. right so the police always end up going you know to the the bi- place of business because they get a call as well and and luckily, my manager, Mike, you know, had gotten the call. So he was the first down there and was able to open the door and he got her out. And then he, you know, helped her make sure she got an Uber, got her yeah. in it, got, you know, so how got long her home ago safely. was this? Uh, I don't know, a year and a half, two okay. years. Okay. Okay. Because I was, I was thinking like if this was people, you had, you would have cell phones on you. 
How yep. long has Righteous Room well, been Well, that's open? what she did. She was calling to try to get out. So she uh-huh. actually had called to the police <laughs> and the alarm company that she set off had called the police. So they were kind of making the connection of like, oh, hey, I'm listen, a duck thing. in this bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, you'd be mortified. Mortified. Yes. Mortified. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the other thing I kept thinking about is like with dudes, I totally can see that happening. But chicks, we have this thing like no chicks left behind. And I was like, right. who done yeah. left so, her? Who, right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> my other my other story that I get the phone call is Igby's has an elevator and yes. in the middle of Saturday night some guys got stuck in the elevator oh. and they had to do a full on fire evacuation like, yeah. up like out of the hatch hoist them through the whole chamber you know and they loved it we gave them some free beers and they were like loving the fact that they got hoisted out of the elevator (laughs) i was was again mortified because operating hours minimal of a saturday night you know that's kind of like a like a little drama to end the night with (laughs) you're like oh you get a rescue mission i just like all the patrons are just said they're sipping their drinks like watching this go down See, and yeah. I, I usually am like, oh, honey, this like, so of course, I, when this was happening, I was pregnant. So I, I, I'm i popping up. I'm already, you know, awake anyway. What's going on? Yeah. And he tells me and I kind of chuckle. He's like, this is not funny. This is serious. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I, I understand, too, from that point of view. Right. Like, if something happens to someone. I, you no, no, and, yeah, I, no yeah, and I get no, it. Yeah, but right, I mean, right, like, right. so Megan's the first to like right away be like, what's going on? I'm like. I don't even know what's going right, on. Right. <laughs> Give me six minutes and I will be able to at least tell you something. Like, because I pop up out of the you know bed so fast and I'm yeah. like trying to look. She's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know what's going on." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, oh god, oh my gosh. That's, okay, so how did you get into all this? What's the story? Because it seems that a chiropractor wouldn't necessarily get into this. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, I you know in college I was always working in bars, mm-hmm. um, and you I, went to Miami. They went to Miami. Yes. Yep. Um, back in the day, I actually worked for Jeff Ruby at the waterfront, famous mm. place down on the water. Um, so, you know, I had worked in bars in college. And then when I went to college. What bars did you work at and work in? Do any of that are still there? Uh, the saloon, which was up at Miami, um, oh, which no. is no longer. It was like no. down underneath. Uh, I worked at Ripley's in Clifton, okay. which was a huge um, live band bar okay. right up there where the starbucks is now it's okay. a starbucks uh and then the waterfront okay so got it. um got it. and then uh going to chiropractic school down in atlanta just again to make extra money while i was going to school i started working at the buckhead saloon mm-hmm. and met some guys there that were going to open their own bar and asked me if i wanted to come down and manage and bartend and so i ended up doing that was called the cosmopolitan mm-hmm. so what uh, year was this? Was it the that year was, the Cosmopolitan was really was, popular? Oh my yes. God, so hot. So right. he named yeah. it, they Everyone named it the Cosmopolitan, Cosmopolitan after the whole Sex in the City. Yes. Yes. And martinis were like all the rage yes. at that time. I mean, we were just every night making, just lining up martinis, Isn't martinis, martinis. so martinis, funny martinis, how these In like, martini glasses, like. Trends I mean, coming. Yes. What, to, to pause in your story, what's like the trend right now? What do people want right now? What do you see? White Claw. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? And, Ew, and we've like regressed so, so much from martinis <laughs> to a fucking. But that's hard seltzer. Yeah. In a can. Well, and to to be fair, Classic. tons of old fashions and okay. tons of Manhattans. Okay, so, interesting. Two yeah. things I would never order. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so good. Mm-hmm. I don't so good. like what what liquor is in them. It's uh, bourbon. Bourbon. You know, some people like a rye. Some that's people why. like regular. But I mean, by far, the classic cocktails are ordered a lot right now. Yeah. But out of those the manhattans and and uh, old fashions i wonder are definitely if there's big. any like 
I wonder if there's like a bigger cultural story of what's going on when people, you know, what's in trend for what people are drinking. Mm-hmm. So obviously we know Sex and the City was a huge influence. Mm-hmm. Now what we're drinking hard seltzer out of a can. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so I wonder what that says. But And the craft beer, yeah. uh, you know, with the breweries, IPAs have been big for, you know, quite a while now. Yeah, and in Cincinnati especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, People follow trends and they just come hard and it's just like boom and it hits. I yeah. mean, rose was, you know, a big one that For was sure in the summer. on the yeah. East Coast. Yeah. And then, Ooh, yeah. you know, I saw that and I was, you know, came back. I'm like, I think rose is going to hit big. Well, it took mm-hmm. about a year and then all of a sudden, Ohio was like, boom, yeah. yep. just crazy. No, totally. So. How, what about Aperol Spritz? I was just I was about that. to just say <laughs> that. I mean, that's another one that. You know, Megan told me, you know, quite a while ago, like these are going to be huge. And sure enough, it just took a little time and it's like, bam. 2017, it started. Um, I wish I had a data point on how many Aperol spritz I've had from Rosedale. Like that. (laughs) That is crack. Would be very crack. Interesting to see. (laughs) The stretch also has amazing ones. Ooh. Oh, I had them from there too. I've had them from there too. Yeah. They use like, I think maybe a lime, big, really big ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe though, to get back to that again, to keep interrupting your story, but the White Claw that it's like the low carb. Yes. That's what I was going to say. It's very, you know, when like Mick Ultra came out with that boom of like, you know, sports and activity Mm -hmm. and now people are, you know, again, it's like so simple and straight and easy to drink and just no carbs, no sugar. Yeah. I think think hard seltzers are here to stay for a little while. I know. I just, I got a, White Claw hurts my stomach. Mm -hmm. I wish that it didn't. But I, I, at Chrissy Miss recently, my Christmas party, was drinking Vive all night long, and I was I was cool with that. Like that seemed to be okay. So there's like, so many of them. There's so though. many of them. Mm-hmm. So you can just High like noon. find the blend that works mm-hmm. best for you. Yeah, yep. yeah for yeah. sure. Okay, you're in Atlanta working at the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> working there, going to chiropractic school, and I had you know my two college buddies would always come down and visit me, Ben and Dave. And we'd hit the bars mm-hmm. in Atlanta and they, you know, kind of knew what I did. Well, they were already um, opening a bar in Chicago okay. uh, back in the day. So that was in like 95. So they had a couple bars there. Then I moved back to Cincinnati and opened up a chiropractic office over in Anderson. Okay. And had a practice there and was talking to those guys. And they're like, hey, we really want to open up another alive one. That's the bar they had in Chicago. And I was like, why don't you come to Cincinnati? Because yes. they were looking in all the Midwest cities to do it because they wanted to be able to drive, Yep, you know, and it was just kind of a perfect fit. I was like, come here, I'll do some part-time work. Right. You know, I know the bar business. I know people in the industry. Yeah. Uh, so Ben moved here for a little while to kind of look for spaces mm-hmm. and we found a spot up in Mount Adams. Oh yeah, prime real estate <laughs> at the time <laughs> for was. sure. Yeah. yeah, and it was just a cool spot and the guy was looking to get out. I have a lot of pictures from my digital camera in the basement digital. of a live one when I would go there when I was 22. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite places <laughs> yeah. of all time was the basement of a live one. It was, <laughs> it was great, it was magical down there. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I can yeah. like, I think I have like a, pic- a vivid, memory picture uh, like yeah, you wouldn't have camera phones i know right maybe we had like blackberries but like thank everyone God, was still right? carrying around like your digital camera <laughs> thank and God. it was dark and seedy and the music was good yes. and loud and it was just kind of gritty yes it was a great spot it was yeah. a great spot for sure yeah so um 
you know, we opened up a live one and, you know, the, the previous owner, it was a bar called Chase's. I don't know if, mm. you know, people might remember that, but, uh, he was actually fairly successful with Chase's, but he owned Mount Adams Pavilion and he wanted to get rid of Pavilion cause that was just the one that was, you know, sinking his ship. Oh, okay. So we ended up taking both of them. And since we took both of them, we're like, well, we need a little more manpower. Cause I was really just part, you know, I'm yeah. like, look, I got my you, chiropractic right, office. You're I'm going to be part time. Yeah. yeah. So Ben's childhood friend from home, which was Lima, Ohio, um, was in Ohio state at the time and came down. So that mm. was the start of the four of us mm. up in Mount Adams with a live one and Mount Adams pavilion. And that was just like, Mount Adams was on fire. Like Mount if, Adams at that time was crazy. But that's yeah. where you went out. Mm -hmm. What year is this? For reference. This was 2000, like the end of 2001 okay. going into 2002. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. No, and I didn't even, I didn't even kind of summit the hill of Mount, <laughs> of Mount Adams. Until, summit the hill. <laughs> summit the hill until Nicely like played. 2010, probably. Oh my God. I 2010. Just, I remember doing it and they owned it and I didn't know it going we were on our way we had just we were in college and we were on our way to the kentucky derby and mm. i was staying with some friends of friends and all of a sudden out of nowhere like they were like we're gonna go to this bar and i'm like it's a house <laughs> like you know like okay yeah. that's cool and then all of a sudden you walked out and there was like just bodies everywhere mm -hmm. and you were like suspended in space yeah. overlooking like kentucky it was oh, gorgeous yeah pavilion has some of the best views. Six oh. views. Six. I mean, I remember, Six. and I lived in Columbus after I graduated from Miami, and I would come visit my friends in Cincinnati. And of course, we only went out in Mount Adams ever. And mm -hmm. we, we were, I was just talking about this with someone like this. No one, kids these days will not know the struggle of trying to get a cab at Ugh. 2 a.m., walking <laughs> down the hill, your heels on, falling in the potholes, <laughs> like mm -hmm. trying to like shove off your dance floor makeout from Longworth that you don't want to see anymore. Like you can't get it. You can't call anyone. You can't call an Uber. Yeah. Oh, You're God, just waiting out so there great. shivering to death. Yeah. But Pavilion was one of the first bars I went to. And just like being able to like look out over the city, it feels just like, I don't know, like mm -hmm. something special. It's cool. It's a yeah. cool spot. Yeah. We, you know, at that time in Cincinnati too, Back then, like everything was like bands. It was all like cover bands and bands. But, you know, coming from Atlanta, Atlanta kind of had a little more of a DJ yeah. influence first, you know, with some as well as some other cities. But right. so when we opened Pavilion, you know, we brought in DJs and yes. it was then that was in 2001, 2002. And then all of a sudden, you know, you talk about trends. I mean, DJs just started. Yeah. Tell right. them about you the know, DJs you brought crazy, in. You know, so, well, yeah, over time, I mean, we had some great ones. I mean, we had Lil John even as a DJ. We had DJ AM. We had, oh, you know, yeah. um, you know, just. Oh, oh, and didn't you have Kings of Leon? No. Oh, wait, who, who did you have? Well, that was in Chicago. Oh, they sorry. Were, that was they, another yeah, one of their bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I was like, sorry. I, was like, I know, I know there was the Kings there. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, there is in, in Dave and Ben's alive one in Chicago in the back room, the Kings of Leon were back there one night when they were like 18 years old. Oh, and they basically, you know, funny. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. There, um, you have those still, I feel like compared to other bars in Cincinnati, even you know, after my God, well, how long is it? Almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you still have the focus of like you bring like house music in on Sunday nights places and there's like nowhere else doing that. Mm -hmm. Have you guys have you always had or is it like important to you important to the brand like music basically? Yeah, music yeah. is huge for yeah. us. Lighting 
is huge. And that's why music. I fucking love yeah. all the bars, the lighting. It's yes. so important. Yes, we, we are Girl. freaks about the music. We're freaks about the lighting. The we are also things. freaks about the design. Yeah. Um, you know, we take a lot of time to work on those things, you right. know, and it just, you know, it's kind of a joke. I mean, we love the lights down. Yes. You know, they've got to be to. dim. You have Girl. to. When you are drinking and your happy hour goes till 8 p.m., you need the lights yes. low. Again, I remember myself as a single girl, and I loved looking in the dark. Yes, everyone <laughs> looked, does. Right. Everyone does. No, you need the light coming from yes. below rather than above. Yes. Amen. It's on. It's to, common sense. Yes. Yeah. But what's your favorite? What's your favorite line? This is like your favorite quote. Oh, you mean like with the lighting? Yes. I tell my managers all the time, you know, that if they get a bad review where it says it was too dark in here, that I would give them a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> because, I, love that. I mean, I love we that. rarely get a review that yeah. ever says, hey, it was too dark in here. But we do occasionally, but I'll take it because, yes. you know, it's just so important to have a nice dimly lit bar. When I say dimly lit, you got like either candles on or yes. you've got like the right glow, but it's down. Yes. It's... Chicks want to be in ambiance. Oh, for sure. And it just makes you subconsciously want to stay somewhere. Yes. If you're in a lot of light, you don't even know why you're leaving a place, but you 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 know you are. I th that's how I am about my home. Like ask Brian, <laughs> like there are no overhead lights allowed. Mm -hmm. Every it's either a lamp or something. Yes. No overhead lighting. Agreed. Yeah, when we did our when we were doing our house and I was working with the, you know, the contractor. I'm like, listen, everything needs to be on a dimmer. He was like, he looked at me like everything. I'm like, everything every needs to be on a single <laughs> thing. He's like, I don't know if we can put everything on a dimmer. Yeah, yes, like, well, you can. It's 2020. <laughs> you can do anything. Right. I can get on my phone cameras from my bars at any time. You can put the fucking light on a dimmer. Dimmer <laughs> in my bathroom. Yes. Right. Oh, that's the best place to have it, actually. Hey, I mean, there are times when it needs to go bright if I need to like see what I'm doing in my face. But any other time, it can be low. Well. <laughs> It can be low, but that it brings me to segue to a great point that I wanted to cover is how would you describe to people who've never been to a 4EG bar, like the brand ethos? Because to me, every spot is different, right? But I feel like it's a cohesive branding. Like I know still, okay, this is a 4EG bar, mm -hmm. but the stretch is a different feeling than Igby's, you know, a different feeling than Pavilion. So how would you talk about, you know, what the, the branding? I mean, we actually have a sheet. I mean, it's literally yeah. called the 4EG brand standards and it's just kind of the expectations at every place. So even though it might have, you know, it might be designed different, it might even be a different demographic that we attract. It might be the music and the, you know, we, we have these standards that, you know, it's about the customer, it's about yeah. customer service, it's about how to set the, you know, the environment because right. we're in the entertainment business. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, they're out to let go, have fun, yes. listen to music. And then, you know, we want them to leave there and say, man, that was a great time. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, when I, when I'm at my places, Sometimes I just stand back and I just watch. Mm -hmm. And if everyone's just kind of, kind of slowly, kind of tapping a beat yeah. or smiling, I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, I also think if I can just chime in my Please. two cents is that I feel like they're all very good at being able to do their research and create, like, I don't want to say a neighborhood feel, but know their their location, what the population wants, and then cultivate that type of location yeah but have like you said these ec these standards of excellence right that they make sure that everyone feels regardless of what the atmosphere is right and music and lighting is right. like does that make yeah, sense? yeah for for sure how 
how do you achieve that? Like, is it like when you're thinking about opening a space or a new concept is, you know, I think about it in my mind, I'd be like, okay, who's my ideal customer? Mm -hmm. Let me have an avatar of my fucking customer. And then every decision that I make around that is going to be like, what would that customer choose? But what's that, what's that process look like for you? And how did you know how to do, you know, formal training. You didn't, you went to school to be a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. I don't know about your partners, but did that like, (laughs) Branding, marketing, like this was just something Nobody. was like, okay, we know how to fucking drink and yeah. that's all we need to know how to do. <laughs> yeah. You I'm know, people do business. ask us about the process and, and I feel like it's just, Intuitive. we just start talking about like, yeah. you know, what would you do here? And you know, all oh, this space looks cool, but like who would come here? And yeah. then you see like the other, you know, bars or restaurants around and you're like, well, what if we did this? Or what if we did, you know, and it just kind of evolves mm-hmm. to what it is. Yeah. I mean, there isn't like... It's not corporate. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, we, you know, we've got a list of things and we sit down and we yep. go through this uh, checklist. Right. I mean, right. it's, you know, we, we just, we just talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we open spaces that we'd want to be in. Right. Yeah. I well, I also think like the four of them are so different yet all mm-hmm. the same so mm-hmm. that each one is able to like, it's, it's kind of like, it's mm-hmm. kind of like sex in the city, yes. you know, how <laughs> each four of the characters. Yes are so different yet yep. they all love each other. What character is Bob? <laughs> Good question. I never watched that show. So I, I actually, know. honestly, I think he's Carrie. Okay. Okay. I think he's Carrie. Got it. Oh, I got geez. it. I got it. Yes. I, I know, know who each Carrie one of is, his but... other partners are, yeah. but I'm not yeah, yeah. going to say a word. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're really good at being able to, again, all of them are so different yet also like in tune Mm -hmm. that they can build something that you and I would like, even Mm -hmm. though we may not be very similar. Right. Right. But we still want to hang out at a bar and drink. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I, I imagine too, like with a bar, if I think about other branding things, right. People say you want to get very specific, but with a bar, I feel like you can't be too specific. You Mm -hmm. want people are just coming in to drink. Right. So it's like, let's do something that's going to appeal to a lot of different people. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we're, we're all in it every day. So, yeah. I mean, that's what we do, you know, that's what we do. And, you know, we take a lot of ideas from other places that we've been to yeah. and little tidbits here and like what we liked, what we dislike. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I think every bar is, you know, kind of molded that way mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, so. totally. So how many bars in Cincinnati? Um, and restaurants, I guess you include restaurants. Too. So in Cincinnati, we've got um, 15. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. That is crazy. That's so many. <laughs> Here yeah. I am talking about I'm fucking busy. Well, no. That's what I do. I always have to check myself. Right. Like, you think you're important. And then I make him go to Ace Hardware. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, we need to blend the salmon for Roman. Can you please go <laughs> get another blender cup? <laughs> Could you pick up something yeah. from Groker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Can you tell us your favorite bar? Are you allowed to say? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so... For a long time running, um, it was, again, the basement of a live one, which is no longer. But uh, Righteous Room has Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. been a favorite of mine. Yeah, I would agree with that. Recently, Rosedale's been 
a favorite of mine. Rosedale's just so good. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to say. It's hard to see you know, right, right. one exactly because I have fun in all of them. It just depends yeah. on like the time or right. like yeah, what like you're we spent a New Year's Eve in Igby's and you know had like it's just different ones like Bengals Sunday. I'm down at Stretch. And, yeah, right. You know, Righteous Room might be you know a Saturday night after the Aronoff Center, mm-hmm. and you know Lackman's just when I'm with my dad and we're just like sitting at the bar. I have had know. the best time <clears throat> on a Sunday during the day in the corner seat with the window and the window open (laughs) with a glass of rosé. Right? Mm -hmm. And have you tried their bar snacks lately? That's another reason why I love them. I like to mix the sweet Mm -hmm. with the hot. Thank you. The Yankee Doodle pretzels. So good. (laughs) Crack cocaine. Again, with just a light crisp rosé. So when we were dating, I had him bring home bring me while I was in Boston because I had come to visit Mm -hmm. and I had a few of them. I mean, I just... I couldn't even talk to him. I was eating the bar snacks yeah. so much. So he would bring me we need Ziploc bags of it. That is that I'm gonna give <laughs> a feedback to everyone. We need more bar snacks. Amen. Everyone in everywhere you go in Europe, you get some fucking olives, yes. you get some potato chips. Mm-hmm. No, we don't need anything almonds. We don't need anything fancy. No. But we just need some bar snacks. Yeah, yep. you'll drink more, boo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, because yes. sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't have another shot of tequila. I have nothing in my stomach. Right. But if I had a few <laughs> peanuts, then I'd be okay. <laughs> uh, my favorite's Low Spark yeah. and Igby's. <gasps> oh, yes. Low Spark is so good. I like to see, I have a, a kind of a persona and a vibe I like for each one. So Low Spark, I like yeah. to have, I like it to be my cozy time with like a very like a nice red wine there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at the fish. Yep. Hang out. Mm-hmm. It's very intimate. Yep. I forgot about. We sell a lot of cocktails there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good cocktails mm-hmm. too. Yep, yeah. they got a really good crew over there at yeah. Little Spark. It's a little off the beaten path. Yeah, so no, you got to kind of know where you're going. You know, so there's it's it's I a totally lot more local. That, that that was the 40 yeah. G bar. But I go. I've been. I go mm-hmm. there a lot. It's great. Yeah. I know. I mean, and like it's you on said, my walking route. That's why. Yeah. Rosedale's <laughs> on my walking route. Los Park's my walking route. Lockman's on my walking route. Right. Well, and I feel like, like you said, like I what I again. Not to toot your all's own horn, but I feel like you're so good at creating different concepts for different moods. Mm-hmm. And some are all standbys. Like you could just always go to Righteous Room. You could just always go to, you know, yeah. the stretch. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like there's some that you have for different moods. Like I just don't want to get dressed up. Right. So I'm just going to go to yes. blah, Right. You know, I know. And I like the. They, they kind of have their own personalities. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Like, you know, like Igby's is going to be yes. kind of like the the young hotshot guys that think they're really fucking cool and then might get the <laughs> bottle service. And Dude, like, sign like, me up for that. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, but good music. Like, I'm yes. going there to, like, rage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, well, and I want to go to dance. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely right? dancing there, too. I'll put on heels for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. So to switch gears a little bit and mm-hmm. talk about fitness stuff, yeah. which I think this was the perfect combination of I love to drink and we love to drink on the podcast, obviously. Um, but then you clearly have been fit your entire life, right? Been into fitness. So we're a rugby player. We want to talk about that. But I'm really interested to hear just how your fitness has evolved throughout your life and then how it plays into this idea of like, yeah, you're in the, the bar and restaurant industry. Like obviously you're enjoying your life. So that like idea of balance, which I don't even... I don't even know if I like to think about it like balance, like who is ever balanced, but mm-hmm. just how it all, you know, fits in. Yeah. Well, I think my fitness uh, for me all, like started with sports. Yeah. It was just sports, 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 you know, from a young age, you know, it was, 
you know, typical back then it was like, you know, wrestling, football and track, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. and then, um, you know, played baseball Think Like it was just all these different sports and right. that's how I kind of got just into it, you yeah. know? And, um, my dad, you know, always encouraged me to do different things and stuff like that. Would so you say you're a natural athlete. There are things, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's things that I yes. can, I can do. <laughs> he is, but he also puts the time in. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's fair. Yeah. Long story. Right. I can do probably anything pretty decent, yeah. but then if I stick to it, you know, I can you pick can it up good. pretty good. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, when I went to Miami, um, you know, I, again, going to college, it was like, and really like, you know, have a set, you know, schedule or thing of what mm-hmm. I was going to do. And I remember being in the dining hall and I saw this sign. It said, don't be a pencil neck, play Miami rugby. Oh, <laughs> and I that looked at is my, some fucking good marketing. <laughs> yeah, when we're talking a, about marketing it was literally strategy, just a red sheet of paper. Don't and, be a pencil neck. <laughs> right. Don't be a pencil. Neck. Any, Listen to any, the, any <laughs> man is going to see them and be like, I'm not going to fucking be a pencil I'll never neck. forget that, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, just in the dining hall. And I was with my uh, guy that lived across the hall from me who I just met. His name was Todd. And I looked at him, uh, you know, and he had, he was from Ashville, Ohio and played a bunch mm-hmm. of sports. And uh, he looked at me and he was like, let's I'm go try pencil let's, neck. Let's go. <laughs> let's go check this out. Yeah. You know, um, I did have. I, I had gone up to Miami for little sibs like a while back, okay. uh, which was, you know, you, my sister went there and you go up or whatever. And she was there um, with a couple guys and one of the guys had played rugby for Bowling Green. So when I was up there, he was like, hey, I, if you come to Miami, you know, you should look up rugby. So yeah. what, between that and seeing the sign, I'm like, OK, so you had to do it. Yeah. You never played rugby before. I'd never played rugby before. It was 1991. So you're my age there you're and there. went out and just got hooked fell in love yeah what position did you play in college i was what's called a scrum half mm, so okay. um kind of a little bit of the court like the quarterback right. in football you know <clears throat> you're behind you're all the big the dudes ball. you're you know yeah. calling the plays calling some shots basically kind of setting up what's going to happen right right mm-hmm. you're the one that then when they're kicking the ball out with their feet when they're all locked together what's that called the scrum the scrum yeah <laughs> <laughs> I should know this. <laughs> I've seen enough rugby yeah. games in my life. Yeah. I only know number two is the hooker. <laughs> Take it for what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I was a scrum half. You know, you put the ball in. Yep. It kind of sets it all up. Um, I think what's good, too, though, is, I mean, from when I played in 91 to, you know. Uh, and you played you until know. you were 39. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I played. Tw- I was just thinking of that coming in here. I was like about twenty-five years that I played that. Wow. You know, pretty. And that uh, is a game. That is a young man's game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a young man's game, but I still feel like I'm a young man. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. He doesn't have any ACLs, but yeah, that I mean, is true. Did, yeah. did you have some serious injuries? I never, you know, knock on wood, I never yeah. had, well, I this call them not serious. Yeah. I never had surgery, um, <laughs> okay. never had any broken bones other than like fingers, but oh, that's, okay. you know, no, that was minor. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Just a finger. <laughs> knock no. my teeth out, but that's not a big deal. Yeah, right. But, you know, um, <laughs> but back when I was playing, I was in Atlanta playing in, I think, 98, and I did tear my ACL, but I didn't realize it um, you played because the I didn't really game. know what it was and what happened. And I didn't really have good insurance, yeah. you know, so I just kind of thought it would heal up. I thought it was just, you know, so I didn't do anything to it. Mm-hmm. And it did heal, you know, in the sense that it kind of went away. Yeah. So I, you know, 
never really knew that I had tore my ACL until I got back up to Cincinnati and I started playing and I tore um, my other ACL. Oh God. Yeah. So when I went in, you know, the doc started doing some tests and whatnot. And he's like, listen, you know, did you ever tear your ACL? And I was like, I don't know. So crazy. Long story short, he found out that, you know, that I was able to cope uh, with it. And he was like, let's see what happens. So it healed up as wow. well. And so I don't have an ACL in either knee, what? which there are some athletes out there that don't have ACLs that have, that have uh, gone on and played and performed, you know, just like they always have. What is it about rugby that people can't quit it? <sighs> Can you tell me? Can you shed some light for me? Their neck is barely hanging under their head and they're, they still want to go they're, in. Seriously, their limbs are fa- <laughs> like being detached from their bodies. Yes. I don't know. It's I so can go crazy. in one more. It's just like, it's a, you know, I don't know. They people, it's people say it's a way of life. I don't know. You yeah. learn, you know, you just play with a bunch of guys and you're traveling and you're competing and you're also staying in shape. I mean, for me, like, you know, I'll go to the gym, but like, it gets boring for me, yeah. you know, but if I'm going to go to practice and there's like, you know, intensity and competition, mm-hmm. it's like, and camaraderie. It's, yeah, and yeah. Com- yeah, but it's easy, you know, because that's the workout. Right. You know? Right. Um, and you can do that and and it was I don't know, you just you almost fall in love with it. Yeah. You know, I mean no, you, you I do, didn't see you it. Know. I you know. do fall in love with it. I mean, I know where I stand in the totem pole <laughs> of my husband's life and it is not at the top. <laughs> yeah. It's not well, yeah. and I think what we've neglected to say is that the wolfhounds like mm. is semi pro. Yeah. So no, it's you, high yeah. Yeah, it's high it's high caliber people playing. Right. So it's not like you're just going around and playing some touch rugby. Right. Or, I mean for a so, long time before the Eagles, right? It was like the highest level of It's play Division One, yes. Yeah. I mean all the, the you know, there's division one, division two, II, division three, all the division one teams. There was at one time a super league, but all the division one teams, I mean, those were the feeders into the American Eagles and you know, that that yeah. was the the pro team. Right. So I mean that's you know, that's what you're Which is huge and I mean to find again in my humble opinion to find time to make time out of your schedule when you are working right this is not your primary career right to find the dedication to wake up at four in the morning to go to your practice yeah there's no money travel every weekend yeah you're you're working your normal job and you know there's everywhere from plumbers to doctors to business owner I mean you know and they're playing together and yeah yeah, you gotta you know you got your practices during the week and then you've got your you know you're traveling on the weekends and some you're staying overnight and whatnot but yeah you gotta fit all that in with your job, your family, your right. kids, if you had it. I mean, luckily for me, I mean, I played all those years, you know, it, w- without f- a family. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back, some of those guys, I mean, that's some I serious know. dedication. I know, I see that. Yeah, it's crazy. One of the best stories that I have, and again, this just shows how dudes are dudes and why they <laughs> love the sport, Yeah, is the story that he tells, like, they all, like, still, sh- almost all pile into, they're like gypsies. They all pile into one room and they all take a ice bath Tell me about the ice path story. I mean, I'm sure you know it, but I mean, it's so great. And that's why you do. First of all, we do have people called the gypsies because they just do gypsy around. Oh, yeah. No, I'm familiar with them, too. (laughs) You may wake up one morning and have some gypsies on on my couch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the rugby community is gypsies. Yeah. (laughs) She's talking about, you know, after a game, we'd all be, you know, there might be four of us in a hotel room with, you know, two double beds and you're bunked up like. 
just sleeping right. tightly. Think of these you know. massive men just like <laughs> right. sharing a oh, hotel bed. You know, and we're not, we're, you know, again, we don't have pro facilities. So after <laughs> these tournament games, which you're going to play a couple games, you're all beat up and we'd take like one of the rooms and we'd have a you know, bathtub that was just filled with ice water. Oh. Well, you'd always want to be the first guy in because, you know, there might be, you know, seven, Ew. eight, you nine guys, guys rolling gross, through it. Right? Oh, yeah. Ew. Ew. You know what I mean? So you're just, you know, but we didn't know what's, the, what's the benefit of an ice bath after something like that? Oh, inflammation? So yes. Okay. Oh, that's my what God. it is to reduce yeah. inflammation. Oh, that's why, like, the, that's the first thing you want to do on an injury. It's like slap some ice on it and continue to slap ice on it. Would it but a muscle spasm, would you ice? Or that's different? Yes, okay. you would. But then after like 24 to 48 hours, then you start doing heat to okay. kind of relax it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you can dip your whole body in oh, for just, God. you know, it's like four to five minutes, not much, but it's pure ice water. It's like that cryo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that. It's so intense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there's a lot of funny stories that he has from all of it. And like, you've gone from rugby to like MMA to... Yeah, what made you stop rugby and then what was your next thing? Because what I've learned from my <laughs> experience is that... Maybe rugby stops, but then there's always something else yes. that follows rugby. Yeah. Well, you know, I did. So in the midst of rugby, I don't know how, you know, I, the the mixed martial arts mm. world started blowing up. Yeah. And, you know, it went from like back in the old days of watching UFC, which I had done. Yeah. Um, to where it was becoming more common and they were having these fights. Well, one day, literally, I was just in my apartment with my buddy Todd and Ben and we were watching one of the fights and they're like, Dude, you you know you you could do this. You got a wrestling background. Yeah, you they're got like a rugby you know, and, and I had you know I had been in some some battles here and there, mm-hmm. um, and they're like you could do this, you know. <laughs> so I just started looking up gyms, and I found this gym that was close in Lachlan, Ohio, um, which is just right up seventy five yeah. um, in Lachlan. And so I just walked in one day, and there was like an MMA gym. It was a little MMA gym, and you know the training was really cool so i just went there first just i was just training you know yeah. like and it was just fun we go in and we do like jujitsu and then we moved to you know um kickboxing and then we moved to muay thai you know i mean Got we're it. doing all these different and um, so you disciplines. Ha- and you said you wrestled so you have like a little yes. bit of like a foundation of like what that looks like to yeah, go in a little bit yeah wrestling yeah. for sure even a, a tad of boxing okay. and so we were you know again it was everything it was jujitsu muay thai boxing and i was doing what's it all. muay thai what's like the fundamental so like I know basically kickboxing okay. with you know punches and kicks Punch, and, punches yeah. and kicks mm-hmm. okay um so I started doing that and just training and I loved it mm-hmm. and you know after a while that the gym owner this guy Tom he was you know had a couple fighters that were doing different fights and he's like dude you can you can do a fight do you want to do a fight and I was like I don't oh, I don't know if God. I you know he's like you just got to be committed and then I really went from like you know a couple days a week sure. to okay I'm going to do this fight yeah and then it was like you know five six days a week oh it's on just, then you know and, and I you... I did nothing but just yes. that for, but meanwhile you know. he is still running his chiropractic business the bars and right we didn't even get into like when this when did you to pause in the fitness journey like stop doing chiropractic so we had we we had uh a live one in pavilion and then we uh opened up the sandbar over Mm. in four seasons marina which was the volleyball place right then we uh bought an old bar in mount lookout and opened it up It was called the stand right so right when we had four um i was like this is just getting to be too much Mm -hmm. and so i was like well listen i can 
I can always be a chiropractor. Let me just put it on hold and see what happens with all this. And then I just, you know, that I never turned back after that. So, um, chose booze over mother and father. (laughs) Booze over back. No, I remember my mom (laughs) cried. She's like, you know, thought, I think she just thought I was going to, you know, a lot of people get in the bar business for the wrong reasons. I think she thought I was going to be a, you know, alcoholic. Right. So, (laughs) but I'm like, this is a business and, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's yeah, great. that's awesome. So. <laughs> so you trained for a fight. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So did you do the fight? I did. So I trained for a fight. Um, it was, you know, th- these fight names are kind of funny, but anyway, I did Caged Inferno number one. Oh my! Down God. in Louisville, Kentucky, at the Muhammad Ali Center. Oh. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I mean, I watched UFC, so <laughs> I can imagine. Dude, no way. <laughs> no way. No way. I watch it that's fine like through my hands but you can get me in a cage well there's one thing too like i was gonna do a a boxing match right with headgear and you can only punch like this is like you were just naked basically and just going at each other from every anything that you can do to get the other person out you do nothing's off limits nothing's off limits nothing's off limits and this thing you know this gym in lachlan like as great as it was like it wasn't like some high tech facility. Right. Like it didn't even have a cage, you know, it didn't have a boxing ring, which yeah. wouldn't have mattered anyway. But, you know, so I'm training for this fight as best as possible. But then, you know, the first time I was ever actually in a cage was at oh that my God. fight, yeah. my first fight ever, you know, and, and when the they bring you, you out and, you know, you walk up in there and they lock you in that cage. <laughs> And you're looking across from yeah. that other person. You're right. like, this is for real. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> That's why people are like, oh, were you so mad when the girl backed out? I'm like, honestly, <laughs> so it was okay. Yeah. Like I got the experience of training, which was the, one of the hardest things physically I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. And I sparred and, you know, I was in the ring, whatever. And like, sure, I guess I would have, I l- would have liked to see, seen the outcome. But also I'm just like, I'm good i'm okay <laughs> like i i got what i needed to get out of that and i didn't need to because yeah because your mentals what your mentality was still that you were going to do this fight so right. you were walking right. into it thinking right. you were going to do it and only at the last minute for sure so yeah i mean i got crazy about it i mean I, you know at my apartment in mount adams like out back i had this giant heavy bag hanging off i had you know a actual round um, sound round where you know you click it and it's like yep. you know minute rounds yep. going off yeah. and I mean I'm sure my neighbors probably thought I was crazy but you know he's intense about anything yeah. like if he's like gonna do it it's he's intense like did you so after the what happened with the fight what was the outcome I lost oh yes, fuck I know Ask I know it. and you know what it, it haunts me to this day because I look back so I you know it was just, I was the first round was really good you mm-hmm. know it was we were kind of battling back and forth and then in the second round you know i took him down and i felt pretty good because i was on top of him mm-hmm. I'm, you know just beating on him and oh, you know but he you know he was just he was really good at jujitsu and so mm. it's just one of those things i look back now he kind of snuck up and yeah. snuck an arm bar in you know without me really realizing mm, it i can do that and yeah. uh <laughs> you know so um you know, and all my buddies were there. It was crazy. You it's know, like but, one of those know. situations where they're like, don't take this person to the ground. Like, you, you got to keep this guy up. And yeah. Then, or, I mean, or, now looking back, it was like, there was just a couple little things I could have done. Of and, you course. Know, just, you know, oh. woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then no, <laughs> was that the last of the fighting that you did? Uh, well, I know I fought after that, but oh. just nothing like after that, then again, it was kind of back to rugby. Oh, and, okay. you know, it was a little blip, but I love the train. I could still train the guys yeah. and would still come in and fight. Oh, know, that was so. like a professional though. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah. that was his his mm-hmm. professional fight, but he still trained, mm-hmm. like, and did f- fights, but yeah. just not like again, like Wolfhound. Yeah. Right. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. do you do any of it now? I so uh, not recently since we've had a baby. Oh yeah. But there's a <laughs> Priorities. gym. Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> I found a good and, little like, gym over in Oakley. Risk yeah. your head being beaten in with right? your father. <laughs> he can't even remember my name now. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. One too many hits to the head. <laughs> yeah. But just prior, I, there was a little gym over in Oakley that I liked um, that had a bunch of, uh, you oh. know, it's got all the disciplines and they train different fighters and they've had some fighters out of there. So it's a really, I mean, um, again, cool. a great gym. We've yeah. trained out. Again, it's just one of those, like, it's gritty. I mm. like it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's got all the, you know, it's got the heavy bags, it's got the mats, it's yep. got the, you know, turf it's got yeah. the weights it's got everything you need and they do all the disciplines over there you so. need to come check out lions pride wellness Center. i know they have a, they have two cages they train like some police over there too coach rob is, is no it sounds awesome well when i heard you talk about it earlier i'm like i gotta i gotta check that it's out. really cool they have turf they have, he has a barbell club out of there too so they do like a lot of like olympic weightlifting mm-hmm. he's cool you have to come you gotta come check it out so what does your fitness look like now what are you doing now, or what have, or what have you, what have you done recently? That's so going out the Grand you know, along the way, I started running. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of, what's interesting is I look back, and it was really later in my rugby days I started just going out on the street and running, and I started falling I in love with it. New people, yeah, <laughs> and I got kind of addicted to it. Yeah. Um, and I started doing you know longer runs and some half marathons and different you know. Then I got into just you know, trying to run races and trying to run five, you know, five K's as fast as I could and stuff like that. So, um, I've always loved to run. So right now, you know, that's one of the things I still do. Mm. You guys run together? Yes, Mm -hmm. we do. We actually, I I never thought I was going to like, I always like to do solo things. Yeah. But we actually, I like running with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. When we were dating, I'd come to Boston and we'd run and that was even, you were kind of, your hip, like you were talking about yeah. earlier, mm-hmm. you know, you were cautious of it because it yeah. was still f- fresh. Right. Who's you know? faster? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure him. For sure him. <laughs> but Damn. I could outlast him. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah sprinting, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got you. Yeah, but she's the slow and low, I can do yeah. the sprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. It, got, yes. got it, got it, got it. And of course, he always made fun of me because I would go out with all my jewelry on. Oh my gosh. Dude, I used to, because my thing was like, I just want to Sunglasses, jewelry. There was so much shit hanging off her. I'm like, are we going for a run or are we going to the club? I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe we're going to find a club on our way. Amen. Again, like, yeah. I like to run to happy hour. I'm like, is this how people run in Boston? Like, what is going on? I just clank, for- clank, 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 clank. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> well, you're adding resistance. You it's nev- an extra workout. Thank you. You yeah. never know where you may end up. I think that's great. Make sure you're prepared. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. my motto. Yeah. I, agree. I agree. So I yeah, so I like to run um and then I do like to um I mean now again, I I just like to go to the gym yeah. and you know just I like to lift some weight and do yeah. some different like hit stuff you but know. he's also big into the outdoors so he'll do like extreme outdoor stuff yeah, like we need to hear about this grand canyon to, yes situation mm-hmm. please tell us about this trip and also we need to hear about the trip when you had you had given birth like two minutes before and then you went on a hike with oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah. dude it was <laughs> so yeah so one of the one, a great hike if people are into it um in the grand canyon first there's what's called rim to rim mm. and you start from one end and you go all the way down, you go across, and you go all the way up, and that's rim to rim. And people that you know complete that, it's it's a big deal. I mean, it takes anywhere from twelve to thirteen hours to do it. 
Uh, so when you get, you know, you start early in the morning, you get back over there, I and mean, people are clapping when you come up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. And do you have to do some training before you go into it? I think you just got to be. be I okay, just think I you got to hike and just be, you know. Yeah. Like but it's fit, tough. Fit enough to hike. Yeah. You know, and there's 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 a huge incline at the say, end. Yeah. You know that you got to go up a huge elevation. Right. You go down the Grand Canyon, then you have to go up the Grand Canyon. Right. Down you, across do and you then sleep? up. Sleep? No. no. Not on that. You know, and then. What some people do, which is taking it to another extreme, is they do what's called rim to rim to rim. So you basically down. come down, over, up, then you down, come down, back over, over and up. back so you, up. You finish where you started. Mm-hmm. And they don't sleep. Yeah. What? No sleeping. 20, 24 hours straight. You did take. that? Yeah. I've done it twice now. Yeah. And I'm what? about to do it a third time. What do you have to do to prepare to go into that? <laughs> Megan, Wait, just, Megan wasn't aware of this part of the plan. Actually, <laughs> every time I've done it, you. <laughs> it's so miserable. And I mean, I'm not kidding. It's miserable. It's absolutely miserable. You, that the first Adderall? time I said, I will never do this ever, ever again. And While I you're doing it, you're saying that to yourself. I'm never doing it again. Well, even, when, even even like after. a year after, you're like, I'm never going to do that again. And oh, then finally, wow. sometimes you just start my, you know, my buddy, Randy, who's done it three times, um, always gives me the itch like, hey, we got a, We got a pal that wants to do it. We got to take him. You know? What's the most miserable part of it? So it, you go through these different temperatures because you have to go around, you know, October because you, you, it can't be too hot okay. or you're going to just die, die, you know, right? and it can't be too cold. So you right. kind of try to go in October. When you go in October, there'll be times where it is very hot, okay. but then it get, also gets very cold. Okay. Um, it can pour down rain, at the, you know, so yeah. there's these different weather elements. The climate, yeah. You don't sleep because it's straight through and you got to bring everything on your pack and you still got to kind of eat a little bit. And, you have to you know, eat like a lot of it, right? Yeah. But you don't have a lot of time because you're not sitting down stopping for like you're just going. Yeah, I mean, we basically you get over on the other side. You have like one hot meal, and then you're like, we gotta, we gotta roll. Again, that's what I don't understand. You're well, in the Grand Canyon. Enjoy. I mean, it. you could wait longer over there, but, <laughs> but it's you want to like inevitable. you want to like yeah. yeah right. You just gotta. Yeah. Like, and then there's like when you're coming back, there's a there's a shit ton of bats on the way back, and they're what? flying all around your what? head. Yeah. So what? Um, <laughs> it's a it's a phenomenal hike. When people look it up, they call it R two R two R rim to rim to rim. But rim to rim is a good. So, and you didn't have to do any preparation going into this. How do you stay awake? You're just like adrenaline's going. You got some coffee. What do you? All have? of it. Yeah, okay. I take coffee, adrenaline. You know the gels, but Caffeine you do end pills. up kind of getting a little delirious. So you do well, yeah. you do kind of fall out a little bit for a couple hours where your body thinks it should sleep. But then have you ever had where you stay up long enough and then like as the sun comes up, your yeah. body kind of right. It's like comes we're going out again. of that state, yeah. even though you hadn't slept. Yeah. So you just kind of kind of like muscle through about really like two and a half hours of misery where you wow. feel like you should sleep. But then when you kind of come out, you kind of get reinvigorated. Okay. You know. What's the recovery look like for that? Do you like sleep a ton where your legs swollen? Sleep a ton. Your both pain? your big toes will be black and blue for sure. Really? I, I, you know, even no matter how good your shoes are, you're going to have black and blue toes for, for Why sure. Why does that happen? I think it's just the like pounding, you know, constant, like, it's just repetitive trauma. Like yeah. humans just shouldn't be walking that far <laughs> yeah. along at one time without sleeping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, but if you look it up, like we did Mount Whitney and Megan did Mount Whitney and Mount Whitney, some people compare. Where's Mount Whitney? 
It's in oh. California. Yeah, I was like, wait a second, because we were we did like Utah, we did a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other uh-huh. hikes up into that, and I was mm-hmm. like, where is it? Yeah. yeah, so it's in California, and it's a huge hike, you know, it's one amazing. of those like you yeah. start in the middle of the, you know, so some people have compared that to rim to rim, but mm. you know, you have different people talk about like weather versus you know elevation yeah. and all these things. Yeah. So, but it's another really, really sweet hike. If people are into it, it's yeah. hiking to the sure. crest of Mount Whitney. Ice picks. Yes. Crampons. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. I loved it, but it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to get stranded somewhere. No, like, you I won't get stranded. I think, I think for us, one of our partners got altitude sickness and again, like we didn't leave him. So I think it, Unfortunately, what should have been a much quicker ascent oh. and descent, we were, you just kind of get more fatigued the more you're trying to accommodate and let right. them. Right. And the higher you yeah. go to. But like you guys should be fine. You'd love it. But yeah, you do have to train. It. You have to be, you know, you, you have to hike and, yeah. you know, run some hills, you yeah. know, run some stairs. I mean, you have to do some stuff. Right. Like right. stuff like that. You right. just, endurance wise, you, you know, you have to be have the cardiovascular yes. ability and you also have to have some leg, leg strength, strength to do it. Yeah. You know? Okay. So I feel like if in my normal, where I, where I am normally working yeah. out wise, I could do it. You could totally do it. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean the last rim to rim to rim we did, we went with four guys and we left the guy over on the other rim. He was, he was like, like I'm, I'm not going back. Oh. And he took the bus, which is a six hour bus ride back over to the other oh, yeah, rim. yeah, but you're fucking sitting down. <laughs> you probably got wide you also know You also know that your three best oh, buds left sure. without you there's and you're the no, guy sitting at the top. There's no way. I would have to have some <laughs> broken bone in my body to be like, I'm not letting my friends go without me. Mm-hmm. You're a Dude. much better person than me. I'd be like, peace out, bitches. Yeah. I'm getting my Mai Tai on. You have to warn people, like <laughs> mentally you get over there because you're a little broken down and it's cold and you're and like, you think that look, you're going to get a hot meal, some chili mac here, some coffee, oh, I'd be just and you'll be ready to go. Afraid. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the other thing that he does. Even when we go camping, he's like, listen... I'm going to bring some creatures of comfort that you won't even, it'll just, it'll, set your, it'll set your day right. And I was yeah. like, really? Like on our you third gotta day. You find the little things when you're camping, yeah, because even totally. if you're camping a couple of days and you're waking up in a tent and yes. you're coming out in the morning, you got to have a few of the things that are going to make you feel like you're normal. I agree. You know, yeah. coffee, hot yes. coffee, like bacon and eggs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hazelnut creamer. And yes. I'm always like, oh, yeah. I'm like, Bob, that doesn't make any sense to me because right now you're giving me a a shovel and I got to go shit in a hole. Yeah. Cover it back up. Tell me how that's my normal. Yeah. <laughs> I know my camp. I've like, I mean, I've done that camping experience and it's like, I'm like happy to, I'm happy to do it and I'm happy to be done with it. And it's been probably now, like I think we're kind of getting on like four years. And I was like, I just need like a couple years break. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't gone back yeah. and done it. Since. But we went to the Red River Gorge in like the end of November. Yes. It's fucking freezing. Yes. He I love that. it. I love winter hiking in the Red River Gorge. It's one oh. of the most I mean, it awesome was nice. <laughs> but then I just think about what I could just be home in my bed. Though. I know. Well, we'll have to do it together because I, mean, I yeah. do like it, but I've realized I like two days of camping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's three fine. days. 
Uh-uh, you like no. one day, two days is your tops. You're, tops. You're three, yeah, I think I'm three, with you. Done, you're I'm done. with you. Three, I no, no, Get I'm. With She's you. not doing three anymore. No, I'm not I, doing three anymore. My I time is valuable, <laughs> and I cannot spend it lying on cold hard ground. Right, and I'm yeah. sorry, we done run out of cold tequila by that yes. point, and I don't want <laughs> any warm shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's warm on day three. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. Oh my gosh. Okay, Bob, we've arrived to the question. What does being fit mean to you? To me, you know, I've always, again, this is coming from maybe a little bit more holistic chiropractic background, but you know, it's like mind, body, Mm -hmm. everything is in, you know, sync and feeling good. So it's not just, you know, about like, you know, your cardiovascular system or how strong you are Mm -hmm. or whatever. I think, you know, mentally you gotta be, you gotta be there too. So it's just that, that wholeness, you know, for me. So, and I I think everybody can find it a little differently, you know, find what you love, find what you like, you know, and you can get there. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And take a break when you need to. Mm -hmm. Do you, you're so lucky you get like all of this, all of this work. Do you actually like help him out? Because I don't get and I don't get a massage. I don't get a. I don't get a neck. <laughs> I don't get a neck rub when I'm crippled, falling over. Do you give him some? When we were dating, he did. Now he has to book an appointment. <laughs> now, now he has, has to, to book, book an appointment. appointment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I'll tell you what, though, it makes a difference that your partner, you know, that like For is sure. into all the stuff that you are. So, yeah, like, you guys are, have that the fact that you know we can go do that stuff, and then you know, yeah. Right, stretch each other keep out each other after. motivated. Yes, I was just going to say, I think it's really, and probably the very same for you too, is yeah. that like, if your partner is doing fit things, you'll want to do fit things. Right. For sure, for sure. So. But I think also you can kind of pull each other into a trap of like, mm. Well, we're like you're 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 still you're doing this workout. Well, okay, I'll do the workout. When it's like both of you might right. just need to take a break. Yes. Yeah, I'm talking to. <laughs> Two of us here. <laughs> One who's getting surgery tomorrow. <laughs> who did a Tabata workout this morning. Hey, I woke up, to, oh, Jesus, I woke up today and I looked at her and I go, I'm taking today off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, like. Again, and that should be congratulated and applauded. <laughs> right? Supported. Yes. Yeah. And he's really good at, um, I feel like being, um, oh, I was going to say balanced. But, but yeah, but I, I also, I get that. I get, that. Yeah. I get what you mean. You know, yeah. it's, I was thinking, you know, there may be, there's not this attachment so much of like, hey, I can rest and like, yeah, I still uh, know where my fit- the fitness lies. Or like, I know what I'm committed to. There's, I know that a rest day doesn't mean I'm wimping out or that I'm a pencil neck or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, it's a great word. <laughs> whereas it? It is, I'm like, I'm going to use it all the time now. It's part of my vocabulary. Like, that's where I can struggle with sometimes yeah. where I'm like, oh, I'm taking the day off. I'm a wimp. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's part of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to reset. Yes. Get your mind right. Totally. Totally. Right. Oh, well, thank you both so much. Oh, thanks oh for gosh. having thank us. Thank you. This is awesome. Appreciate you. Yeah. Where can we follow you? Megan, where can they follow you? You At first. Springer PT. Go to her for all of your oh, muscular needs. She's amazing. Thank mm-hmm. you. 4EG.com. F-O-U-R-E-G.com. And you Check can, all out yes. our spots. There's so many. You can find me at the Rosedale patio. <laughs> and in front of the fire at Rosedale okay. in the summer. You could do a bar crawl. <laughs> Who needs SantaCon? We're gonna do a what the fit, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, that's yeah. this is part of my t- 2020 ideas. <laughs> I want a what the fit. <gasps> Love it. Love it. So, I've we'll got a few touch. locations for yeah, you. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Follow us on Insta at What the Fit Podcast. Me at Chrissy Grody. And if you're in the Christmas spirit and willing to give 
consider contributing to the Patreon. Thanks so much. (laughs) 